Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 332 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show has been in the IT field for over 20 years, holding positions that range from systems analyst to chief information officer. He is now a higher education administration official, continuing to make system improvements to support student success and learning. As a faculty member, he has delivered instruction in several disciplines, including business, cybersecurity, computer science, and computer networking, with particular interest in information security and computer forensics. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Dr. Kevin Harris. Thank you for having me. I really am looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, it should be good fun. So, Kevin, obviously, you're you're now very much in the educational field. So, could you maybe give us a bit of an insight into into your role and what you're currently doing? Yeah. So, currently, one of the things is I'm fortunate enough to be able to work with kind of wide range of students and exposing, um, primarily in the cybersecurity space. So working um, to um, increase the number of cyber warriors, which globally, you know, is a huge uh, shortage of cyber uh, workforce um, employees. And so it's one of the things that we're really looking to kind of shore up. So I'm fortunate enough to be able to help prepare students to go into those uh, cybersecurity roles that are open. Yeah. So could you maybe give us a bit of an insight into the things you cover around cybersecurity? Yep. So um, networking security, computer forensics, um, mobile security, um, and also a lot of times we think of those as being cybersecurity. But there's also another side to it when we talk about policies and the ethics of some of what happens, especially when we get into artificial intelligence and surveillance and monitoring. So these are all you know, areas that we look at too. So the technical kind of, I'd like to call it the behind the keyboard type cyber, but also on the other side, this um, legislation and policy, those are just as important as the um, highly technical roles. So looking at both. Yeah, good. I mean, good. That's great to hear. So do you sort of talk to your students about the risks around security and, and, you know, the implications of the lack of security and what it can do to individuals as well as corporations? Yeah, no, you kind of hit the nail on the head if they say it there. And it's concerned both individually for large organizations, small organizations. And so to try to get that, that there is a level of risk, um, regardless of, you know, any of those type of roles that you think about. A lot of times we hear in the news, large corporations and cyber attacks that have happened to them. And, you know, as devastating as those are to those organizations, uh, most of those organizations are able to recover and continue after these attacks, you know, but to a individual or small business, um, it's likely specifically with small businesses that, you know, they aren't able to continue after a large attack. And so to realize that, you know, use an individual or small business, um, just you go on day-to-day basis, you're uh, you're accepting a large amount of risk and you've got to have a plan to where 
if if something does happen that you just can't say, you know, even as an individual that I don't have anything important. You hear a lot of people kind of allude to that. Well, I don't have anything important. I don't have to worry about it. But if you think about it, um, we all have a things important, our banking information. But even further than, than that, you know, if we've got uh, family portraits and family pictures of events that have happened, those can't be replaced. And so if we lose a device uh, from attack, that that's just as important to us personally with that kind of emotional connection as an organization that might lose some client records, but it's just as important to us. Absolutely. So I presume from a, from a personal perspective, you would recommend that anybody would install software security on whatever devices they have. Yep, take that extra few minutes, um, install it, purchase, you know, and, and these are for your, you know, computer devices, but also now when we think about devices, these are our phones are just as important, you know, realistically, they're another computer that we carry around with us um, every day. So the same tools that we have on our laptops, our desktops, um, we want to have on our phones, you know, we want to have malware detections, we want to back up our devices, um, phones, laptops, computers, all of that regularly, so that if something happens, um, uh, we're able to to recover and, and keep moving forward. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Thank you for that. That's that's good to know. Right. Okay. So, Kevin, can you share with us a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of and perhaps should be? I think I'll share a tip. You know, I'm hoping most are aware with it, but I think it works career, personally as well, but just exposure changes attitudes. And, you know, that's something that, you know, I kind of like to use all the time, but just, you know, making sure that you're, you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone, um, whether that's personally in your career, if it's in your career, kind of taking part of projects that maybe you think, well, maybe this isn't exactly in my job responsibility or part of my job role, um, but just going ahead and volunteering for that opportunity. And you never know when that experience, you know, it may not be immediate. It might be years down the line that you realize that, okay, I see that that now benefits uh, my career. And it, it may not have a direct career benefit, but it's, uh, you know, I always say that, you know, information is always good information. That That is true, actually. Yes, I, I t- totally agree. I think, obviously, whatever experiences that you and opportunities that you have, if you make, if you take them, you will learn something that you will apply, maybe not in a direct manner, but that will make a, or have a, have a bearing on things that you do in the future. So you may not be able to directly apply it to something, but the information that you have is going to be useful and will help you when you make decisions about other things. Very true. Good. Okay, Kevin, can you share with us your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? Yeah, I think worst IT career moment. And of course, in IT, there's a lot of them. But I think one that I can always say that I I got a lot out of was um, this was, you know, junior role kind of think it was a first kind of lead of a project that I was on. It was a a multi-site exchange server uh, rollout um, that I was pretty sure we are prepared for as a team, tested it, piloted it. Um, and then after the rollout, you know, we began to get a lot of, you know, um, issues into the help desk that things weren't going as, as planned, you know, that's, you know, the help desk is like, we're getting, getting these calls, um, 
you know, it's one of those kind of all hands on deck. And so, you know, we bought the team over um, together um, with the different sites at the different locations, um, video conferencing. And so we just had a conference call um, at that time, you know, what was working, what the issues were. Um, and so it was, it was kind of going into that meeting, you know, not knowing what to expect, you know, as being uh, one of the junior uh, members his first project. So one of the things that um, it ended up being that it was kind of some miscommunications of what was happening. Um, the um, the project went as according to plan, but there were some settings that were different. And so it ended up to be kind of miscommunications. And so the comforting thing was that, you know, the exchange rollout went as well. But a couple things that, you know, I found out doing that call and kind of I've kept uh, throughout my career is one, it was um, of being junior and not understanding the politics. The organization at that time had centralized their IT and the organization had uh, previously had uh, separate IT departments um, at each um, you know, location. And then they had been merged um, at, under one umbrella. This umbrella I had been hired into, but didn't know the background. So the different uh, locations uh, were not as thrilled to kind of be under this umbrella. And so they, you know, they, they weren't happy about this initial project. But, you know, I really didn't understand that. So I think partly what I uh, learned from that is to kind of understand the environment, especially when you're coming into a new organization, to just kind of take that time to understand the environment. We ended up having a, a good relationship with the um, other departments, other, um, you know, um, offices. And, and part, part of that was, I think we went into that, you know, I went into that meeting is just saying, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to listen um, you know, if things aren't working, um, you know, we're going to get it up and, and working, but just, you know, to not go into there just as if, you know, hey, it's working, we've planned for it, but just going into it as a kind of just with uh, open ears, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say that actual phrase. I was going to say, yeah, go in with your ears open. So yeah, good. Okay. Um, and probably on a more positive note, can you tell us about your IT career highlights so far? Yeah, I think one of the highlights of I actually had the opportunity to um, go back to the college that I went to uh, that I received my undergrad from and serve as chief information officer there and helped uh, with some projects and some implementations there uh, years later. And so to get a chance to, you know, kind of return to your alma mater and work on work um on the other side of the coin, if you will, um, it was, you know, that was a really good experience and, uh, you know, good opportunity. Good. Excellent. Okay. Um, and Kevin, what excites you about the future of careers in the IT field? Yeah, I think something that's exciting now is when we talk about IT, is it being a more, um, inclusive, uh, career, you know, um, me going into um, the IT field, you know, it was um, most roles that I had. I was uh, one of few or the only uh, minority that was um, in the organization uh, in the IT area. And so now, you know, I think there's a lot of intentionality around that, you know, just saying, okay, that this isn't um, just the, you know, you know, it's just not something that we should do. It's the right thing to do. Um, tech fields now 
or where a lot of careers are moving to. And to say that, you know, there's um, large segments of the population that um, previously haven't been part of this field and now it's it's being more inclusive. I mean, we've got a lot of work to grow, work to go. We've got a lot of work to uh um, work in the areas, you know, when we talk about inclusivity, you know, underrepresented populations, um, there's a lot of underrepresented populations in the tech field that we need to focus on. But I mean, I think that that momentum um, is there. So I'm, I'm, I'm hope, hopeful. Yeah, I mean, that is a positive thing, isn't it? I think there's definitely a big move um, towards that. I know, for example, in the UK, there's um a group that's got together called Tech UK and is very much promoting um, minorities and the the opportunity for women, for example, and 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 it's it's a great thing and it's and it's moving at a great pace already. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm involved with the organization uh, here called Cyversity, which really has some of those uh, really similar uh, focuses. So uh, we're continuing to kind of push that needle. Good. Excellent. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. You ready for this? Yeah, all right. Let's go. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Yeah, just the challenge, the ability to find uh, solutions to problems, curiosity. I was always that kid that was trying to take things apart and just see how they work. Sometimes I got them back together. Sometimes I didn't. Um, my parents probably weren't pleased with that all the time with if the new gift um, screwdriver went to it. But I mean, I just always wanted to figure out, you know, uh, how things work. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? Yeah, I think um, one of the uh, things I uh, my dad told me uh, growing up um, is you can do anything that you want to do, but just understand the consequences to it. And so, you know, just taking that um, time to before you make a decision, you know, and I'm, I can't say I always I took the advice, but really just trying to um, take that time to understand, OK, if I do this, if this is a choice that I make, you know, what are some of the implications that are going to happen? And I think that's really important, really, when you get into especially uh, leadership, you know, and you've got a lot of decisions, um, you know, and those are the, the hard decisions that, you know, there's no clear right or wrong and everything has consequences. But to, you know, look at the collective positives and collective negatives and be able to make a decision. Yeah, that's good advice. And what is the worst career advice you've ever received? Yeah, I think there was some of that uh, traditional thinking when I first started early in a career to not seek roles, uh, stay in the role that you're in until, you know, something else um, comes up um, in line. And so, you know, um, I, I did not follow that <laughs> that advice. You know, I've been able to, you know, change a career path. And, and that's the other thing in IT that I really like. You can stay in the overarching IT field, but move around in it and still continue to grow. So, I mean, I think that's, that's probably some advice that, you know, I, I can say that, you know, we've probably outgrown in a lot of areas as a, as, as a culture. I think you're right. I think that's, that's a, almost like a working dynamic that has changed. Um, obviously, if you talk to our parents, um, the, the generation is very much about, you know, getting a job and then building a career through that particular job. And as you said, pretty much following through whereas nowadays we can make decisions and look at opportunities that are slightly to one side um and, and make a career that way so it's a little bit of a different different way of doing things now yep yeah 
And if you were to begin your career again in today's world, what would you do? Yeah, I mean, I think in today's world, you know, um, I, I go back and I, I think one thing that I would be more intentional about is uh, finding a intern when I was in school. I luckily happened to cross an intern um, with a friend of mine in college, and we just happened to be in their advisor's office that we ended up into a intern. But I mean, I think that's something I would have uh, be more intentional about is, is yeah. looking for one and not just um, a luck into the conversation about a, an intern. Right. Okay. And <laughs> what career objectives are you currently focusing on? I just want to, um, yeah, I think right now uh, focusing career-wise is just finding more ways to introduce tech uh, to larger communities, to more diverse communities, and just really expanding that notion of what tech is. Um, and because a lot of times we've got misconceptions of what tech's, tech is, that you've got to be a highly mathematical person to enter the tech field. And there are those roles, which um, are, are great. But there's also a lot of other roles that anybody that's interested um can, can find a place in a really uh, rewarding career. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. Obviously, we everybody thinks about tech and coming into tech and they think about programming and development and so forth, but there's far more to it and there are a, a, there's a wide spectrum of potential roles that you can do that are supporting tech delivery. So, yeah, people should consider that as well, I think. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career? I mean, I think the thing that, you know, has helped and has been a benefit is just um, being able to um, take something that's highly technical and, you know, discuss it with a wider audience, you know, without the the tech lens and, you know, and I guess at times even taking some of the tech excitement over new things out and just be able to explain it in, in layman's uh, term. So I, I think that that's one of the things that, you know, um, people expect now more from tech people um, because tech is not just in its own area that, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, which new innovation that you come up with or if you're talking in cyber, what tools that you're using, if you can't explain that to the rest of the business units, the rest of the uh, C-level team in a way that's going to make them buy into it. It really doesn't make a difference. So, I mean, I, I've, I enjoy those conversations. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. And, and what do you do to keep your own career energized? Yeah, I just, just keep asking questions. I keep trying to read and listen. I think that's one is just, just not being content. It's just wanting to, to learn more. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? Yeah, you know, um, it, it's, it's funny. Um, it's, it's truly not technical. You know, I love to be able to unplug when I can, you know, and that, whether that's going out and uh, fishing or just sitting out and enjoying nature. And when, when I say fishing, and sometimes that's uh, me with the pole and water not catching anything, you know, that's that's even <laughs> that's yes. even a good day, you know. Yep. <laughs> so that that's just something I, I love is just, just to unplug and enjoy nature. Good. And Kevin, can you share with us a parting piece of career advice? Yeah, I think just share your story. No, no, no matter where we're at in our career, um, what our career is, share that story with others. You know, you don't know when that can be kind of a, a beacon to somebody else. So just take take the opportunity to 
to share uh, where we're at with others. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's very good advice, definitely. And Kevin, how can we find out more about you and connect with you? Yeah, so I'm on uh, LinkedIn, and I will share that out. Um, and then also um, at Twitter at Kevin Harris Tech. Great. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you very much, and everyone, uh, enjoy your day. Hi, Phil here again. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with today's guest. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e and the number of the episode you've been listening to. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do so that you get episodes automatically downloaded to your device every Monday. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.